With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good morning and welcome to Insight, a show about empowering our community. I'm Lorraine Ballard-Morrill. Today we speak with Eric Riddick, wrongfully convicted of murder, released from prison after 29 years behind the walls. Are you at risk for eviction or foreclosure? I speak to State Senator Sharif Street about an eviction and foreclosure prevention outreach. First, Cameron Webb, and the Senior Policy Advisor for Equity on the White House COVID-19 response team. The FDA has given official approval of the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine, which previously had been given emergency authorization. U.S. agencies are getting ready to offer booster shots to all eligible Americans starting the week of September 20th. To give us the latest, we're joined by Dr. Webb. Thank you so much for uh, helping us break down the latest news. So what does this mean to have the Pfizer vaccine given FDA approval? And is it for all categories of people who would get this vaccine? Well, you know, the the FDA approval of any drug or vaccine is kind of the gold standard. It's the highest level uh, of approval. I think it's an important uh, detail. It's an important piece of the conversation here in this public health effort in response to this COVID pandemic. It actually reinforces what we already saw. So they, they look back at the data from the trial and the decision that was made to grant emergency use authorization in December kind of reaffirmed that decision. You know, it, it said that the same data they looked at um, now having a six month time horizon instead of the two months necessary for emergency use authorization. You know, when you look even a, f- a little bit farther out, vaccines are still proven to be safe and still proven to be effective. And so having that gold that gold standard stamp of approval is a big deal for some people because for some folks who are unvaccinated, they're waiting on this FDA approval. And so now they've got it. So they can go out and get vaccinated. For some businesses, employers, universities who are waiting on FDA full approval to mandate vaccinations, uh, much like some vaccines are mandated for kids to start school or folks to go to college, they can make that decision now. And so it's going to help some entities accelerate the process help some individuals get vaccinated. I think it's a big deal. What about all categories of people who potentially could be vaccinated? What about some of the younger kids? Is it still emergency use authorization for those individuals? Yeah. So, you know, the Pfizer vaccine was originally, if you go back, it was approved for 16 and older. And so, you know, the, the folks who were enrolled in the trials were 16 and older. The 12 to 15 was an addendum to that emergency use authorization. And so, you know, I think the, the full approval really extends to the folks who are currently vaccinated which uh, or eligible for vaccination, which is a big deal. What about the other vaccines uh, that are in use, Moderna and Johnson & Johnson? Well, you know, I think because they're still under emergency use authorization, we know that they went through a pretty rigorous process to evaluate their safety and their efficacy. And that's the reason we've been recommending them to the American people for several months now. Uh, we also expect that they will pull together their data, submit an application to the Food and Drug Administration and go through the same rigorous process to get full approval at some point in time. And so we expect that that's going to play out. Uh, It's just a matter of time at this point. But uh, we do feel very confident that there are three 
very safe, very effective vaccines that are available. Uh, one is now fully FDA approved. And so if that's a, a big uh, issue to folks, they should go ahead and, and get the one that's fully approved. But we believe all three of them are, are really helping to save lives and keep people out of the hospital. U.S. agencies are getting ready to offer booster shots to all eligible Americans starting the week of September 20th. Who is an eligible American? Well, you know, I think what we start with is that yes, last week's announcement um, from the White House was really about creating that plan to do boosters, that idea that people's antibody levels may be starting to drop at somewhere around eight months based on the data that we are seeing. And a booster shot may be necessary to keep those antibody levels up and keep people protected. It's not that we were seeing people be hospitalized or see people dying from COVID who were previously vaccinated so that we were seeing them develop some symptomatic illness. And I raise that because this still has to go through a process. It still has to go to the FDA to approve this idea of boosters. And it still has to then go to the advisory committee on immunization practices to make their formal recommendations. So there's a lot of details yet to come that's going to be recommended by the scientific experts who review vaccines. And so we'll wait for that. But I think that the idea here was that we're going to start off with the folks who got vaccinated first. You know, I got my second shot on January 7th as a healthcare provider. Uh, you know, I work on the COVID unit. I was one of the earliest folks to get vaccinated along with some older adults, along with some folks in long-term care facilities. And so uh, those are the folks who are going to be the first ones who come up to that, you know, if it's that eight-month timeline to be uh, able to receive boosters. And so we'll get more guidance from the FDA and from ACIP in the weeks to come. But like you said, it's, it's starting on or around September 20th is when we look to start doing boosters. Does that apply to all the vaccines or just the Pfizer vaccine for booster shots? Well, for booster shots, it applies to the messenger RNA vaccines. So that's Pfizer and Moderna. And so those are the two that we're, um, you know, certainly we have data on and that the FDA is going to be reviewing and ACIP ultimately making recommendations. What would be the most important message that you'd like to convey to our listeners about the COVID-19 vaccine? Well, you know, it's that we've seen over the last eight months how this vaccination effort has gone. And you know, the evidence is there. These vaccines have saved over 100,000 lives. These vaccines have been proven to be safe, to keep people safe, and they've been proven to be effective to also to help keep people safe. These these vaccines are really a big deal in this effort. And I'm always clear with folks, I, I have no interest in selling a vaccine to anybody, but I am interested in ending this pandemic. And when I look at the public health tools that we have in our tool belt to help end this pandemic, I recognize that vaccines are a really big part of that. When I work in my COVID unit, I see unvaccinated people who are coming into the hospital and who I have to send to the ICU and unfortunately are the ones who are still dying from COVID. And so I always want to reiterate to folks, we've got vaccines, they're available, they're safe, they're free, they're here for you. And we want to make sure that whatever questions that you have, you're able to get those answered. You know, this new information about the FDA approval, it's a big deal. That's going to convince even more people to go get vaccinated. The idea of boosters, it tells us that our vaccine work and they work so well, in fact, that we want to keep people with the level of immunity that they offer us by giving boosters to get that antibody response back up if it starts to wane after several months. But no, no matter what, you got to stay protected during this pandemic. We need people to make it through and the vaccines are a key part of that. All right. Thank you so much, Dr. Cameron Webb, who's part of the White House COVID-19 response team. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Take care. Joining us right now is Angel Avales, who is a former actress, life coach, and author. And she's written a book called Too Happy to Be Sad Girl. 
You probably have seen her in so many movies, directed by Quentin Tarantino, Robert Rodriguez, Michael Patrick King. But she's transitioned into becoming an entrepreneur and started a business specializing in marketing communication. She's also a transformational life coach, a motivational speaker, and advocate for social justice. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much, Lorraine. I'm happy to be here. Well, let's talk a little bit about your transition from acting into where you are right now. You had a very successful acting career. So what sparked you into becoming more of a motivational speaker and consultant? Like so many things in life, often the most incredible things result from the most tragic. What happened with me was I did have a successful career. I was always a creative. I was born a creative. So I was lucky to be able to be given the chance to make a living as an actress. I got married. I had kids. And then somewhere in my 30s, my late 30s, I started to have debilitating panic attacks. I started to fall into bouts of depression. And I started to have panic attacks. Outwardly, I guess it would have been classically called a nervous breakdown. It was just every area of my life, physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, felt like it was just falling apart. And as I began my own journey to wellness, I just started recording my progress and sharing it openly with my followers who were fans originally of the movie Mi Vida Loca. That was the beginning of my transformation and also the transformation of my business and my life's purpose. There are so many different paths towards healing. And I wonder if you can give us a sense of what your path was that got you to where you are today. Absolutely. I always mark it for myself as three different components that I was able to identify. My first was an awakening. And it was just this knowledge of who I was, where I was, and an assessment of where I wanted to be. The second point was a liberation. And it was a liberation from the things I thought I should be as opposed to who I was. And in that liberation, there was a lot of forgiveness. There was first and foremost, a forgiveness of myself, of all of the versions of myself that I had been, all of the things that I had done, all of the things that I had locked into my subconscious and my conscious that were just wrong. That resulted in a huge forgiveness of other people people and of humanity in general. We're all a mess trying to succeed. And maybe a mess is, is the wrong word because it, it has a negative connotation. But this kind of chaos that exists in, in us that can be really, really beautiful if you let it flow. And the third was just create. I had, had really, really strived for what I thought was security and stability for my family and what I thought looked Right. And I had negated and I had ignored this very creative being. And once I unleashed her, it was a beautiful, beautiful process. And she has just taken over and encouraged so many other people to be courageous enough to seek the creativity in their life. Over this past year, so many of us have been experiencing the world in a wholly different way. There have been lots of stresses and strains that we've all had to uh, address and one of the positive outcomes, I think, is that we're having a, a more open conversation about the importance of mental health. We have accepted that we go to the doctor if we hurt our knees or, you know, you have a terrible headache. But when it comes to our mental state, we don't really see the connection between what's important to us 
outside of the physical, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Even to the point where sometimes uh, if you have insurance and you feel like you may be in need of mental health services, so many times the help isn't available until you're at the point where you're homicidal or suicidal. And that is clearly too late. And so that's one of the things that I advocate on behalf of. I'm from the Latinx population, Latina, Hispanic, you know, the the name changes, but really the idea is the same, that we come from this very warm and loving population, but we don't talk about mental health. And so many of us are in need, in need of it, in need of the services, in need of the ability to know that these things are recoverable and we should advocate on behalf of ourselves and of our families and of our communities. Now, let's talk more about your book. It provides information on how to and techniques on how to reduce stress, improve communications, intensify focus, and to help us become more present. Give us a sense of what we can look to when we open your book. Well, my book, I've classified, when I was doing the categorization of my book, one of the things that came up was a self-help memoir. And I thought, yes, that's very fitting. It is a memoir. It's full of stories, anecdotes from my childhood all the way through my adulthood. And I try to chronicle some of the things that I experienced that made me feel certain ways. And then I go through exercises that I tried, that I rely on, that I teach my coaching clients. Simple things, of course, like meditation, like breathing techniques, like being creative, playing, dating yourself, giving yourself time to use your imagination. Some of these things we brush off as insignificant. I mean, breathing is a very voluntary and involuntary thing, but it's something that we don't realize is such a sophisticated tool. Everything from what we consume visually, audibly, what we put in our mouths, in our bodies, we are all constantly gauging our environment. I always tell my audience that Our emotions are a barometer. We're checking the atmospheric pressure around us, and we should be constantly in touch with that. You point out uh, how important, and I'm learning this myself, how important meditation and breathing and allowing our creative self to come forward. We often ignore that or push it away, and there's so much healing and uh and joy in the creative process. And everybody has a particular area in which they can be creative. I think that this is wonderful that you're supporting people and looking to find out what that is. If people would like to know where they can find your book and also more about you, what's the best place to go? You can find my book at my website, toohappytobesadgirl.com. You can find me also at my website, angelawakened.com, if you want to know more about my coaching. I'm also on social media. So find me, Angel Aviles, on social media. I'm on Facebook. I'm also on Instagram as Angel Awakened. And I'm always available for a chat. Thank you so much for taking the time to uh, spend with us today. Angel Aviles, former actress, life coach, and author of a book called Too Happy to be Sad, Girl. Thanks a lot for joining us today. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Lorraine. We'll have more insight after these messages. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.